Hi, fam. I'm Katie. And this is Ginny. And we are the Gabby Girls. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Gabby Girls. Episode, I don't even know anymore, 28? Crazy. How are you today, Virginia? I'm so good. How are you? Um, I'm not as good as you, but I wish I was. It's so good to see your face. Oh, yeah. It's been a few days. Mm-hmm. So we're recording early. Today's Tuesday, mm-hmm. which is silly. Yep. Ginny is traveling once again. She's going to Florida <laughs> for a wedding. Happy yeah, I got, wedding. Vic. I got stuff to do. Yeah. And the Vicksters getting married. Very exciting. Yeah. Can I see photos? I know. I'm so excited. It's going to be a great weekend. So, Mm. yeah, we're recording early. How has your week been so far? It's good. I feel like I just talked to you, so there isn't much to update you with. Doing a lot at work. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. Talk to you again, though. (laughs) It's great. We did go. So, like, at the end of the year, we we didn't talk that much. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like we're starting off with a bang. Yeah, it was yeah. booked and busy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And we got to try to make up an episode so that we can have four episodes this month. So okay, um, we'll try to do that. Um, cool. Well, so today I have a couple Am I the Asshole stories. Hit me. Um, okay. So I have like a long one, a shorter one, and a long one. So I'll, I'll <laughs> stagger them like that. <laughs> so we'll sandwich. Mm-hmm. A little sandwich. Okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to give my sister access to her teenage son's money? Hi, everyone. I need your judgment on a situation involving my teenage nephew's finances. My sister and family overall have poor money management skills, and my nephew recognizes recognizes this, asked me to control his money for him since I'm the more responsible and since I'm more responsible and I manage my money well. Sorry. These people need to learn how to write. He values responsible financial management. And after discussing it with him, I agreed. He's only a junior in college, but he's earned a decent amount of money through little jobs he's done here and there. When he needs money for something, I give it to him. Originally, his account was linked to my bank, but in his name, that way I can do it easy to transfer to his account as needed. Now, recently, his mom, my sister, and her husband somehow bought a house way beyond their means. I mean, I really don't know how they got approved, but now they are drowning in bills and consistently behind. My sister called her son in college and asked him to give them what he has so that they can cover some bills. My nephew, being the honest kid he is, told them how much he saved, upwards of 5K, and they asked for all of it. He said no because he's been saving this money for when he graduates so that he can buy a car or maybe move out when he wants to start his life. My sister then forcefully tried to go to his bank and demand money be withdrawn, but she was denied since I am the main account holder. My sister called me and insisted I transfer her the money because it's her son and she has a right to that money. I stood my ground and said, no, it's not fair to take from him, especially since I know for a fact they won't pay him back. My nephew offered them a compromise of giving him $1,000, but I refused to do it because my nephew told me he doesn't want to do it. Now my sister has called our mom and entire family to make me look like a controlling bitch and say how I am trying to parent her son and teach him bad manners and not to help family. She's telling everyone I should give her control of the money because it's her son. So 
am I the asshole for standing my ground and refusing to give my sister access to her teenage son's money, even though he and I both think it's in his best interest to have responsible financial oversight? I'm wondering, since they really need it and I may lose a lot without it, but my nephew said no and it's his money, or they may lose a lot without it. And then there's an update and it says, to add some additional information, I am still on the account because it was opened when he was 15 and he asked to stay for me to stay on it until uh, after he's done the school. Hard no. You're mm-hmm. not the asshole. You're responsible. Yes. And I just feel you're so- acting the way that his mom should be acting. Mm-hmm. I just feel so bad for this poor boy that he has parents like this. Also, why do parents feel enti- feel entitled to things that their kids have earned? I was actually thinking about this recently and I, I don't know. It's really hard for me to understand from a parental perspective because I'm obviously not a parent, but I really don't understand that kind of like indebted feeling that I feel like a lot of maybe parents and like kind of like our parents' ages have. Like I didn't ask to be born, you know? Right, right. You chose that. So why why do you feel like you're owed and yes, and if you weren't ready to make the sacrifices that a parent inevitably is going to have to make, you shouldn't have become a parent. And also, like, yes. And also, you're the adult. Like, why are you signing up for responsibilities that you can't uphold? And then making your 19-year-old son who's in school suffer and, mm-hmm. you know, fix your mess. Yeah. And he's not responsible. No, and I, I, I'm, I, like, because I'm that's very... taking away from his future. And like, why do you want that? You're not setting your kid up for success, right? Uh, and you know, I just, I'm so thankful it's that sad. he has some. Yeah, it's super sad. I'm, I'm glad he has this, his aunt or whatever, to advocate for him because I can't imagine if he didn't have an adult that was not sane. Right. What were the comments like on that? Did everyone pretty much agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like, not the asshole. Um, you know, people just were in disbelief that his parents treated him like this. You know, I think there's a lot of parents like that. I do too. I think I know a few. Yeah, I think um, guilt is like a real thing that parents use with their kids. I hate that. That's like, like, I grew up feeling like a lot of shame and it wasn't intentional. Like, it wasn't intentional, but I just remember like my parents would punish me with sometimes with that with like Mm -hmm. making me feel guilty for things Mm -hmm. and that is like ingrained in you when you're when you're a kid you know to feel Mm -hmm. guilty about or they always say like the catholic guilt like i grew up catholic (laughs) um and it's a bad feeling like to always feel like you're you did something wrong is kind of how it manifests in like your adult life Mm -hmm. it's just bad I'm not a Catholic, but I have a lot of guilt and I I was actually just like really processing this earlier today and kind of like working through it. And I've done a lot of work to drop the guilt because mm-hmm. guilt is a big currency in my family. And I didn't feel like I did do I do feel like the doing something wrong stuff a lot, but I more felt like a burden. Like yeah. like there's not felt, space for you. Or like I just was like responsible for like financial stress or you know I was too expensive or I needed too much you know I always just felt like I just was 
a burden. And that carries through to my adulthood. Mm-hmm. And I've worked. Yeah, really, so like really, your relationships and everything. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I like you know when I first started dating Boyd, I used to ask him like, "How can you love me? Like, how can you like how how can you even put up with me?" And he was like, "Dude, it's not hard. I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't even register that. I was like, it isn't difficult being around me all the time." And he was like, "No, you're quite pleasant. You know, like." <laughs> yeah, it's like and, ingrained in you to think that something's wrong with you. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. I did like, a, you know, obviously we talk about every single episode, did a lot of therapy. And then I read this book called Toxic Guilt. And it basically distinguishes the difference between healthy guilt and toxic guilt. And there is healthy guilt. Like if you hit someone's car and you drive away and you don't write your number down or your insurance, that's, and you have guilt, that's healthy guilt. Mm-hmm. But toxic guilt is like the guilt that debilitates you and you carry around with you and it stops you from succeeding in relationships or, you know, wherever it is in your life. That's toxic guilt. And mm-hmm. so basically teaches you how to drop the toxic guilt, remain with healthy guilt and like shed some weight. And that really, really helped me because I just felt like sometimes like the weight of the world was on me for no reason. And yeah. It was just Miz. Like, I just was so sad. <laughs> yeah, it feels like everything you do is wrong. Mm-hmm. And just, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like all I did was, like, consume. You know, I was, like, as a human, like, that's all we're here for. Like, all we do is, like, hurt the planet. And I just was, like, okay, this is not my burden to bear. Like, okay, I released myself of, like, feeling, like, the weight of the, you know, uh, climate crisis on me. <laughs> like, I released right. myself. <laughs> yeah. Next one. Am I the asshole for not telling anyone what my mother wanted at her funeral as it would have been so expensive? <laughs> my mother wanted a very particular funeral and only commu- communicated this with me. When she passed, I didn't share her wishes with her partner as they were very extravagant and I knew he, he would want to do all of it. We planned a beautiful funeral for her, but it wasn't exactly as she had described to me and a few features were missing out. This was months ago, but I recently accidentally told him in conversation that she had wanted something at her funeral, something that he was unaware of at the time and something that we didn't do for her. He blew up in a rage and said, my mom must be turning in her grave and that I didn't act upon her wishes and do what she had asked. He is livid with me for withholding this information from him and hasn't spoken to me since. Am I the asshole here? She had a beautiful ceremony and and I'm upset that he is no longer speaking to me. I mean, what was the wish? Right. I know. That's what I wish. Let me, like, I'm you didn't try to... give enough information. I know. That's what I've been dying for. You didn't give enough information, Kit, because I hear you on the, these were extravagant and nobody need to be spending that money, but also it's not really your decision to make. Well, kind not of saying you're the, not saying you're the asshole. No, but about spending the money. Yeah. She said, I found in a comment that her and the partner split the cost. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe not, but also I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't, know. I don't think like it's I, a dying, if it's a dying wish and she's like, please share this with whomever. I don't know. But I also think it's not, she's not here to see it. So maybe not. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think you're the asshole. Because yeah. I mean, she's dead. Yeah. She's dead. It's not like you're, you don't need to be putting all this money into yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and also to, to blow up about something like that is like a little crazy. Well, that's just, that's grief. That's grief, yeah. Nobody <laughs> knows, grief. nobody really knows how to act 
Yeah. And you can't um, tell anyone how to act. So hopefully they come back around. He definitely will. He will. It'll just take him a little or they, yeah, they they'll just take a little bit. But no, I think it's I don't think you're the asshole. I think if it was a lot of money, which we a set, funerals are already a lot of money. Funerals are Everything already is. very, very expensive. Yeah. But like they're extra extraordinarily expensive. Yeah. You would not think that's something that like everyone like you don't have to have a wedding. You have to you have to die. Mm-hmm. So you have you know, like that's something that you would think would be relatively reasonable. It is not. And so I can understand. Like if you're talking about like we're already spending fifteen grand, she wanted something that's gonna add to like make it to twenty. Eh. Yeah, like what was the re- what was the request? I, I know, know. I don't know. Was it like an ice sculpture? Like what was it? Yeah, was it like a balloon arch? Like did she want Just hot dogs served? Like what was a it? Cardboard cut out of her body. Though. Yeah, right. <laughs> like did she want everyone to have a glass of champagne? I don't know. What do you want to do when you're dead? Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't really it's I don't feel like it's my decision. Like once I'm gone. No, it definitely is. But it, but is it? Like we just said, you know, it's not really not. <laughs> no, but do you want to be cremated? Do you want to be oh, buried? I see. I know I want to be yeah. cremated. Okay. I'm gonna be cremated. I think being buried is like too much work. I do too. And then I don't, what about do you wanna be do you I don't wanna have spread? a casket? Yeah, I wanna be spread. I don't really know where yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd like to be spread. I would like to be made into diamonds. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, or like put in someone's tattoo. Yeah, that'd I be think cool. that's cool. I'm not. It's not I like my know. wish, but yeah, yeah. But if someone had a hankering, you wouldn't. You wouldn't mind. No, I think that's awesome. Yeah, you want to mm-hmm. know what I want to be? How I want to be disposed yeah. of? Okay, so oh boy, <laughs> they <laughs> have you thought about this. <laughs> Oh, it's been a major topic of conversation. Um, (laughs) You know, they have mushroom coffins. Yep. I want to be buried in a mushroom coffin and then just put in the woods somewhere. Any woods in particular? Wherever, whoever's my family at that time feels is the right place that they can, if they want to go visit me, they can do that. Okay. I like that. But I, yeah, I just want to be decomposed. I don't want any of the chemicals just as soon as i kick it shove me in the mushroom coffin push me off the truck put me away yep put me back to nature and i'll feed some crops or a tree or whatever it is you know bury me wherever that's what i want all right yeah i want to be spread but i feel like maybe it could be up to the person spreading me yeah yeah people yeah maybe like because like some of my ashes can go to different people and they can spread them where where they feel like it's appropriate yeah. Yeah. If they wanted to like keep a limb of mine and burn it and turn that into diamonds, I'm fine with that. Okay. Whatever they want. All right. I'll, re- I'll remember that. <laughs> Do you think that you or, or I will die first? I don't know. I was just thinking about that. And why? Uh, I don't know. It's so tough to say. Probably, you'll probably live longer. See, I would think not. I would think that probably you'll live longer because you're very like organized and <laughs> careful uh-huh just with things and i'm just like what do you mean though how does that like affect like cancer like not not cancer wise but i don't know i, I don't picture myself dying of cancer <laughs> i just 
like see myself dying first. I don't know why. Okay. Just because I kind of live by the seat of my pants sometimes. Mm. So you think you die in like a freak accident? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I used to have a reoccurring dream as a child that I would die in a plane crash at 36. And you so eight more years. Everyone's response just said, "Don't go on a plane on at 36." And I was like, "That's too easy." Like you know, and now I have to test fate. You know, like how? So what kind of plane crash? Like what happened? I don't know. I died. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just like I just remember, like. Wait, do you think it's crazy that the, you know, the plane last week, the Alaskan Airlines, that like the window blew out, that nobody oh, was yeah. in that seat? Oh no, really? Yeah. Like the two people that were no- supposed to be sitting there, they weren't. Wait, really? Yeah. What are the odds? I know. And those are like exit rows. Those are like really high stake seats. Mm-hmm. Pretty crazy. What? what are you? F- That's crazy. What do you think about that? I don't know. I think you're always right where you're supposed to be. So oh, I like, think it was fate? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were trying to say that it was like a conspiracy or something. Oh, no, like no. It was like I meant to happen. No, no, no. That's I don't think I- it was a conspiracy. Oh. I just think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, like, yeah. like, like you know, when people yeah. miss flights and they're like losing their shit over it's like well this happened for you not to you (laughs) i think about that every single flight Mm -hmm. i think about that every single flight because i'm like oh no if i miss this i'm not gonna be pissed about it because there was a reason yeah like or i don't know like whenever we have a delayed flight or if um like last flight i was on something the tires were flat and so we had to deboard and we had to get on a different plane people were bitching and moaning and i was like "Mm, if this was meant to be then this it would is be what it has to be yeah, we, yeah. so yeah. we're just gonna follow the rules okay so we're gonna so <laughs> this just reminded me when i flew back from korea i flew out of tokyo again and mm-hmm. it was like a couple hours after i took off there was a plane crash there i was so worried about you you were Why? yes because i knew you were there and so i was like yeah. oh my fucking god did Ginny? and then there was also the freaking earthquake too and i was yeah. like there's multiple mm-hmm. disasters where Ginny is this is bananas i know i left like right before that it was like a couple hours i took off before that and then all that shit happened i was like whoa wow and also when i landed in tokyo i had a good feeling because i landed so in tokyo i mean i think i talked about this last time but how you take like a bus to get Mm-mm. to the plane. Did I not? Okay. So <laughs> on my flight on the way there, and I didn't know this was a thing. I just thought on my way to Korea, I was like, oh, this is just interesting. Maybe it's just a busy today. So you go to your gate and then your terminal, whatever. And then you get on a bus and the bus takes you to the plane, which is like in the middle of the tarmac somewhere. And so on the way there, I just thought, oh, busy, busy day, you know? But it happened on the way back. That's where we landed, was in the middle of the tarmac, take a bus, come into your terminal. And we came in through terminal 111, which is like, mm, that's my number. Good. You know? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm in the right spot. Nice. <laughs> and then that. I was on the plane and I got a text like, whoa, you'll never believe what just happened at Tokyo International. I was like, holy shit. I'm, I'm gone, but wow. Yeah. No. That, that was like, I was like, what the hell? This is crazy. Yeah. And there's just been like a lot of plane accidents this year. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to- Do you think it's it- because like- Well, go oh. ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say, do you think that it's because, I don't know, like planes are at a certain age or like airlines have gotten to a point where like their planes need to be replaced or th- things like that? Or is it just- Yeah. 
It is. You're exactly right. Yeah. So this morning on NPR, they were talking about how right now, like if an airline was to order an, a plane, it would get to their airport until 2028. <gasps> and and so there are like right now, Boeing is having all of these issues, but they can't really like the airlines can't afford to like complain about the quality or send it back. They have to kind of just do repairs themselves and then keep up with it as it breaks because of how rare and like how small of an inventory plane producers are and so like boeing basically you know is like one of a few that make planes and so they're kind of the only option even though their products are majorly subpar wow welcome to america well not even just america it's like everywhere there are chinese companies they said but i guess they probably like you know they don't you know if it's an american airline they want to purchase in-house you know yeah i will say and not that this is says much but because i was only on a couple flights but my the nicest plane that i was on was the japanese airlines both of them i don't doubt that there and back they were stunning don't doubt that yeah i know my my dream is to fly emirates like any like i just i want to fly emirates so bad i just want to experience it yeah virgin is supposed to be really good too I know. I love airlines. I love like knowing stuff like that. I just like. Yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because it really does make travel much better mm-hmm. if if your plane is nice. Yeah. It would just makes mm-hmm. it more comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like, like less gross, especially if you're spending like 13 hours on a plane. Like you want a, cl- a plane that feels clean. And like in Japan, you know, it's clean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit is sanitized. Mm-hmm. They're going around with steam. And also mm-hmm. just like the the flight attendants are so clean looking <laughs> like i don't know their uniforms and everything like they just look so put together it's polished mm-hmm. i know polished that's the word I know. Oh, I know yeah it's nice oh yeah i know i love flying foreign like have you ever heard of lufthansa no it's a german airline and that's also very nice it's very like they just give you good products and you get good upgrades and i just i i love foreign airlines compared to like americans yeah what do you fly here? Like, what's your go-to? I used to be a big American girl. Like, I used to really be be an American proponent, but it has just gone so downhill. So, unfortunately, I do fly American a lot because they have, like, a stronghold on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. But um, I like JetBlue a lot. And United. United is good, too. Okay. What about you? I don't really know. I just – I've been flying American a lot. Um, yeah. Just this year, I've been flying American a lot. But just because of convenience and like points and stuff, I guess. Yeah, American is yeah. It's like it's I don't fine. Know, it's always it's fine. They're always delayed. Like their their planes aren't that good. Like it's it's fine. But it, I don't know. There's better out there. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm flying JetBlue tomorrow. Mm, JetBlue's nice. Mm-hmm. It's the one I went on. It like every seat says like welcome, Katie, which I like Ooh, didn't love. I, but like I was like that. that's cute. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like yeah. That. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and like everything is like personalized. It's like that's oh. right up your alley. Yeah, I'm like you. You knew. You knew. You I knew was coming. me. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for remembering me. I feel welcome. <laughs> I do feel welcome. Okay. All right. Am I the asshole when I told my stepdaughter she had to start cooking all meals when she visits? 
I have a 19-year-old stepdaughter, Molly. She attends college two and a half hours away and visits us a few times a month, two to three days at a time. For the most part, she's pretty good, and I do love her and enjoy planning activities and outings when she's here. For the past six months or so, Molly has become extremely picky about the food my husband or I cook, but not any other food. She will try a dish, take a bite, and if she doesn't like it, she throws it in the trash. I mean, the entire thing in the trash, trash, not just the bite she tried. For example, I'll make a homemade lasagna that she's had many times. She takes a bite, decides it's not to her liking, and immediately throws it in the garage, in, in the garbage. Like the whole this lasagna? Always, the, the, I think her portion. Her plate, okay. Yeah. This always happens when neither myself or husband are in the kitchen with her. We both ask Molly why she throws out the food, and it's always the same response. It wasn't any good, and she can't eat it. We've asked her to please stop throwing the entire dish away because we will eat it and she doesn't want to even – and her response is that she doesn't want to even look at it anymore. As far as we know, Molly only does this with us. I finally told Molly and my husband and he agreed with me that the next time she tosses a dish out, she will assume full cooking responsibilities for when she's here. It happened again and I stuck but why, what I had said. Molly got upset, went to her mom's 30 minutes away because her time with us is supposed to be fun and relaxing, not having to do chores. Molly's mom called my husband in a rage, screaming how we are treating Molly unfairly. She's a child and it's not that hard to just fix a different meal to make her happy. Molly's mom does not cook, so they either go out or they order all of their meals. Molly is currently refusing to visit unless I apologize to her and agree she can do what she wants with the food. My husband misses his daughter, but he's siding with me on saying Molly has been wasteful and disrespectful of our cooking and hospitality. We never cook anything we know she dislikes, and when she's here, we try to make dishes that she's enjoyed or we ask for inputs and suggestions. When we do so, she doesn't care what we make. I feel bad because I know this is hurting my husband, and I do miss Molly. Plus, I want her to spend time with us and have a good time. So, am I the asshole? It sounds like Molly's throwing out the whole dish. I know. Yeah. kind of does. And if that's true, then no, you're not the asshole. No. And even though It sounds like plate. Molly's spoiled at her mom's, at her mom's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's not a, she's not a kid. Like, when her mom called mm-hmm. and was like, she's a kid. No, she's not. No, she's not. No. The reason why she's acting like this is because you're calling her a kid. That's crazy, actually. That's insane. That's yeah, no, that's, that's crazy. Insane. Even if she is, even if she is throwing her whole plate away after one bite, my parents would be like, "I will eat that." Like it's that's her dad. Insane. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's that's not insane. Cool. No, that's yeah. like no. you. She's just she's no, just trying to like she's the asshole. A, yeah, she's the <laughs> asshole. And the she's asshole. trying to like I don't know, piss on her territory. Like she's just trying to like make a point or something. Like something. This yeah. is not. And that's not the way to do it. No. And uh, yikes. I mean, for like the dad to side with the stepmom so vehemently, like, hey, that's great. But that really shows that like he's pissed. Yeah. That's like a crazy thing to do. Like also someone cooks for you and then you're just like, I hate it. I can't even look at it. Right. And like lasagna, lasagna. That is insane. You know how many yeah. meals I've choked down that I thought were disgusting because I didn't want to offend the person who cooked them for me? Quite a Tons. few. Tons. Yeah. So many. It's part of life. Like, also, for a lot of people, cooking is like a love language. It's like a way to show that they care or like they're yeah. happy you're here. Yeah. And it sounds like that's what she was doing. The stepmom is like, 
yeah. making meals and doing whatever. Also, Yikes. how lucky is that she gets a homemade meal? Like you're coming from the cafeteria, you're telling me your your college food is better than what your stepmom's yeah. making. Like and I also don't believe to, that to come home and visit your parents isn't just like, oh, this is my fun place. There's no chores here. Like it's not though. No, it's just Ever. their house. Yeah, it's just their home, which you also have to respect. Yeah, and then I don't know. It's really it just shows a lot about the mom siding with her. Well, it sounds like the the mom is the problem. Is a problem. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, she's, well, she, she's probably the seed, the root. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, that's, I mean, good for the parents for standing up. That's the only way that she's going to learn. She'll probably pitch a fit and not talk She's to probably not going to learn, though. She's probably just going to, like, hurt the dad, which sucks. Yeah, and not talk to the dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Only, like, <laughs> there was an edit. Uh, Mo- if, for everyone asking if Molly's pregnant, no, she's not pregnant. She is very, very openly lesbian. She likes vaginas, okay. only vaginas. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, this only happens our, at our house when we go out to eat or we order food. She happily finishes finishes her meal, gets dessert, and often finishes mine, which is totally fine. I mean, that last line made me giggle um, totally fine mm-hmm. totally fine <laughs> Modally, molly is 19 but she's not a minor nobody can force her into any sort of therapy without her consent and willingness to go i guess like a lot of people in the comments told her to get that girl in therapy which is true but she needed therapy a long time ago i think mm-hmm. <laughs> we're at this point 19 whoa yeah that's sad that she's acting like that that's crazy i would expect that out of like a 13 year old yeah, I, I'm not surprised by anything, though, these days. Like, I've come in contact with so many people that I'm just absolutely... Horrified by? Yeah, just, like, in disbelief by their behavior at their age. And then I have to remind myself, like, some people are just out of touch. I just, yeah, I just can't believe that people care so much about what other people do. Explain. Like, I'm just, like, referring to, like, people in, like, I don't know, the grocery store. Like, there's, you know, I'm in Florida. There are old people everywhere. So they really tell you their opinions of, like, what they think, no matter if it's good or bad. And so, like, they just always, you know, like, in the neighborhood, you know, if, like, it hasn't happened to us, but we've seen it be- people be passive aggressive. Like, those kids are bad kids. Like, watch out for those kids. You know, and, like, they, like, they just, like, give their opinion when it's not really theirs to give. You know, like, our friends are renting a house here and um their airbnb person didn't tell them that there was like a weight limit on the dog and so they brought their dog that's over the weight limit for the apartment complex and so they said like the residents were like every single day multiple residents made comments saying oh i guess that's what 25 pounds look like these days oh wow that's an awful big dog for a 25 pounder and like then like the hoa the head of the hoa woman came up and she was like talking to her and my friend told she was like i'm sorry the airbnb did and the woman was like just tell people he's a tall 25 pounds because like she knew that like everyone's yeah like you know people are talking about it and it's just like mind your fucking business like don't get a hobby like i feel like people do that because they're like we would have had a bigger dog or something you know but it's also like shut the fuck up shut up about it mind your business what if you don't pick up his poop well has that happened yet yeah have you seen that right like stop worrying about shit that hasn't happened yet larry go back to your house (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know yeah you do what was i saying Uh, you're horrified by people horrified by people we've been around people that are horrifying i don't know oh just like in 
I don't know if it's like an entitled thing or whatnot, but just I've come in contact with so many people that just have no clue like what other people do to make them feel comfortable. And then they just shit on it like in their own, in their own way, like exactly what this girl is doing, you know, Mm -hmm. like some people just have no regard for what goes on, like outside of their knowledge. Mm hmm. Like behind yeah, the door. Self-awareness. Or, yeah. 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 And it's just, it's not even self-awareness. It's just like awareness of that other people do th- like have yeah. their own lives and do their own things and like or go out of their way to go out of their you. way to exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wanted to, to talk to you about something. Great. So obviously I live in a small town as we know. Yeah. The post office here closes at 445 and oh, silly. And I had I have a I had a package that I wanted to ship internationally, and so I go at like four thirty five. So there's ten minutes, mm-hmm. and he was like, he asked me to come back tomorrow. No way. Yeah. For why? He was, he was like, it's closing time, girl. And I was like, oh, I thought I had ten minutes. And he was like, yeah, but it's closing time. So he like gave me. He's like, you have to fill out this paperwork to ship internationally. Like, just come back in the morning. And I was like, what okay. The- so I took it and I went home and I felt it took me like 30 seconds to fill it out. It's the same. It's literally the same as if you were shipping anywhere else, like return address, sender address. The only thing is you have to say what's in the box, which I told him when I was there because he asked me, and I, you know? Yeah. So that's annoying because I have a flight. Yeah. That is I got to go. So now on, that my is way, so annoying. on my way to the airport tomorrow morning, I got to stop at the, at the post office, which doesn't open till 830. What type of hours is this? 8.30 to 4.45, and they're closed for two during the day. I looked at the hours on my way out. I was Shut like, the huh. fuck up. They're closed for an hour? Two hours for lunch. No. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what is yeah. this? And this this man's just getting paid. I guess. so. That's I, wild. I think I'm going to go to a different post office because I have to leave here by 8 tomorrow. So I'm gonna just going to go in, like, in Lebanon. Yeah. Where's your flight? Oh, I'm taking the Dartmouth coach. Okay. My flight's out of Boston, but I'm taking the coach to Boston. So I'll just drop the in Lebanon. They open at eight. Okay. And I already filled out the yeah. paperwork, so it shouldn't be too big of a deal. Yeah. I was trying yeah, to think I couldn't believe like, that. He asked me to come back tomorrow. I was like, damn. Okay. No, that's wild. That's mm-hmm. like, that's like audacious. I would say no. I would have, I would have said like, really? You can't do me solid? Yeah. I just was like, okay. No, I would have pushed. I would have said like, look. Actually, I can't. And you're going to yeah, do your job I, right now. Like, actually, it's not convenient for me to come back in the morning. That's why yeah. I'm here now. Damn, I'm surprised you didn't push back. I didn't. I don't push anyone. I'm like, whatever. We all have our own shit going on. Maybe he had somewhere he had to I, be. I, I mean, I, mm, not my problem. Sorry. I got to yeah. ship a box. We changed I the hours like post- on the door. <laughs> yeah. I feel like postal workers are always bitchy, though. I feel like postal workers know how much power they have, and they really use it. Well, they do have power. I'm, I know. And yeah. I also don't understand people who work in customer service who don't like customer service. Right. Like you could have any other job. You don't and have to talk to people. There are a lot of remote jobs now, so you can't even make up that excuse. Yeah. He didn't seem like the kind of guy that would be working remotely, but. 
Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, you can't even tell me like mm-hmm. that, like you couldn't find another job. Like, yes, you could. Like, I guarantee I can get you a customer service job tomorrow. Yeah. But I also think people like that are probably really comfortable in their position. Like, he's been there oh, yeah. for forever. And if they get to get away with it, you know, yeah. why would mm-hmm. they leave? But it's like, we the people need to stand up and demand that postal workers treat us better. <laughs> okay because we are funding their jobs we the people meanwhile i'm like i'll take the slip (laughs) fine yep oh my god but i couldn't believe it i got home and i filled out and i was like that it took me longer to drive home like i live around the corner you know no you know what i do in that situation i kill them with kindness that's what i do because you can't get mad at kindness that's like my trick for life i was very kind but no that's no but you just say matilda or whatever their name is robert (laughs) please can't Come on. It's a Tuesday. Can't you just do me a solid? Rock. Right. You it's know? a Tuesday and it's so it's handsome today. 435. What what's a what's a young man like you have to do on a Tuesday at 435? Tell me. And I wonder what he did have to do. Also, it's a snowstorm. Yeah. So I'm like, so like hoping I get out tomorrow morning. Oh shit. I can hear the wind howling. <laughs> I was going to say, and I know it's turning to rain, so it's not Yeah, good. I thought it was going to be rain tonight, but a lot of snow. Mm, that's crazy. Yeah. Philly is like in its like longest streak with not having an inch of snow since, I think, for two years now. Oh. Yeah. We have, wow. We, we haven't had snow since um, Bennett, honestly. Like real snow. Like had a baby. When he was a little baby. When he was a little boy. Yeah. So I when I cold plunged yesterday, hmm. um, I didn't notice it as much today. But when I cold plunged yesterday, there was snow. It wasn't snowing out, but like you know, there was snow in the trees, and the wind was blowing, so it was just like snowing snow snowing. <laughs> it wasn't really snowing from the sky, but it was like snowing because it was cool. coming from the trees. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was really cool. Uh, yeah uh, you know when you're like in leaves like in fall and like the leaves are actually falling off the trees and you're like it's fall because yeah. leaves are falling yeah <laughs> it was like that it's winter <laughs> you know, being a human is just like so pure sometimes <laughs> I know yeah oh I saw two cardinals today <gasps> cute yeah two different places I always like that I know. I, I always look for them. Like, just I them keep, specifically? Yeah, I keep an eye out. I don't know. I, I just feel like whenever I see a cardinal, it means something. Yeah. I don't oh. know what. <laughs> I think it does. And yeah, I saw, no. I saw two today and I was like, wow, I'm right up, where I'm Mitch? supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. What's up, young lady? Did I, t- did I tell you I had a raccoon on my roof? Did I tell you that? No. Tell me oh more. Oh my gosh. So one morning I woke up and I took Bennett out to pee. And I saw this like tuft of fur, like in my my pool. So it like my pool <laughs> screen connects to my roof. Okay. So like my pool is like all it's like a big yeah, screen like porch. In. Yeah. And so I like saw this tuft of fur, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I I love animals. We know this, so I got very excited. So I scurried on over there, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's a little raccoon. He is so cute. Is he hurt? Do I need to keep him as a pet? Can I keep him as a pet?" oh my god is he gonna be my new pet and so i scuttle on inside and i tell boyd and he's like don't touch it just leave it and so <laughs> boyd's like you're done yeah he's you're like you're off duty that, <laughs> that is not happening today buddy yeah no so i'm like every 30 minutes i'm literally going out and i'm checking on this record and he's like literally just kind of chilling sleeping he looks chunky you know he's like fine but i'm like oh my god what if he got hit by a car and he needs to nurse him back to health oh no oh <sighs> 
hit by a car and he's on your roof. Who knows? You DeLulu. Um, I know, but I was hopeful. <laughs> Real hopeful. <laughs> and so then he moves to like another part of my roof and I'm like, okay, good. He's not dying. He's probably, I was like looking it up online and he probably got scared in the middle of the night and was disrupted from his normal sleeping spot and came to my roof. And so then I threw apples up on my roof to feed him in case he was hungry, but he did not eat them. And then he scuttled to a different part of my roof. I and he know he didn't eat them. I was out there a lot. Yeah, (laughs) I bet the squirrels did, but he didn't. Okay, (laughs) I was. I named him. His name is Frankie. I was out there all day watching him. And then Frankie, he scuttled to a different part of the roof, and he slept there. And he slept like a dog. He was so cute. He's like on his back, like doing his little hands. It was adorable. How did you see this? I was watching him all day. But on the roof, how did you see him? My roof is not like my. I'm one story, so I just went out and looked. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah And he yeah. would, like, be in, like, the peaks. And so he would come, like, mm-hmm. I could see him, like, in the, like, where my roof, the peaks of the roof meet. Like, he yeah. would be kind of in those little triangles. I got you. Okay. And he was, like, sandwiched and sleeping. It was so sweet. But, yeah. No. So I named him Frankie. He's gone. He left that night. I called for Did him. Did you hear him leave? No. I hope he comes. I was checking on him all night, though. He was there until, like, 10 o'clock. <laughs> he probably waited until he fell asleep because he didn't want to hurt your feelings. Probably. And I was like, like, oh, my this gosh. this woman can't see me go. <laughs> This woman is attached. This will break her heart. <laughs> so, literally every day I go and check my roof and I'm like, oh, Frankie, is are he you back? back? Yeah. He hasn't come? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I told him to bring friends. So, you know, maybe. Oh, you spoke to him? I talked to him all day. I'm telling you. <laughs> what noise do raccoons make? They make, um, he hissed. Oh. But that's just more of like a defense mechanism. Like it wasn't like, they're not really aggressive, but they make like, they make, scary animal sounds you know because okay he they, hissed at you yeah, yeah when i got but it didn't scare like, you away no of course not okay i'm glad <laughs> i follow a lot of um <laughs> animal sanctuary accounts that have raccoons and i really like raccoons <laughs> you're like you're gonna have to push me away eight times before i go <laughs> oh no like a full-on bite before I <laughs> <laughs> he's an avoidant <laughs> You just don't understand him. <laughs> I, I am him. <laughs> and then I went and looked. Like, I looked if you can even keep pet raccoons in Florida. Yeah, and I, and? I would have to get a permit, unfortunately. I'd have to get mm. a permit. But what maybe kind one of day. A wild animal permit? <laughs> Irrelevant. Like, <laughs> Got it. Have animal control on your ass. <laughs> he would have a certification, so he would be fine. Um, I also <laughs> looked up. This is pertaining to last this week's the last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I can we can go to Cuba. Oh, we, just we need can. To get a, yeah, we can just get a, we just need a tourist visa, and that's easy. Okay, so when we're talking about doing something, why don't we do that? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so for context, um, Katie told me today, she was like, we need to make a plan when, you know, like, I'd like to see you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, I'm a free agent. I can come anytime. So that's what we should do. Yeah, let's go to Cuba. Fuck yeah. Direct flights from Miami are like 300 round trip. Yeah. An hour and a half. Right. It's an easy flight, like quick. Yeah. And Havana is so cool. We can go for a couple of days. Ooh. Oh my gosh! How exciting! We're gonna Don't go tempt to Cuba me with a good time. <laughs> I'm tempting you. I'm dangling you the know carrot. I'm gonna say yes. 
<laughs> when oh, should we man. go? <laughs> I don't know. We got to look at these. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Another trip. That'll, that'll be real fun. Oh, yeah, I haven't I haven't traveled in a while. I think the Dominican in March was the last country I've been to. Just like a long time for me. Yeah, so new one coming up. Yeah, you had a couple years of like serious travel. I know, like I know. serious. Mm-hmm. Very lucky. So yeah. That. Um, yeah. what's what's your like? What's a vacation that you really want to go on? Like somewhere you want to travel to, besides Cuba. Yeah, I have a couple. Um, really want to go ski in the Alps. That's like a winter mm-hmm. uh, vacation that I really want to do. Um, really want to go to Egypt. That's like I want to do a river cruise and like go up and down the Nile and then do you know some of like the you know the pyramids and stuff like that. Um, I think it'd be so crazy to see the pyramids. Yes, I think it would be very surreal have you seen the conspiracies about the pyramids being like the ultimate power source or like the original power source Mm -hmm. like i just want to go there and i think they found pyramids i want to say in malaysia underneath a mountain like this geographer was just looking at a mountain range and he was like those really look like triangles and then they went and started excavating and they found like a pyramid and then there's two mountains that are almost identical to it right next to it and Mm -hmm. they're like okay so we think there are three pyramids yes and it just it's crazy that there are pyramids in now asia in africa in south america there are pyramid structures all over the world yeah do you think they were in America and they like, they knocked him down? I don't know. I feel like America is like this new. is going to sound weird, but I feel like America is so yeah, new, like man-made. I don't know if that's yeah. the right term, yeah. but it's like for me, so you know when you hear all these like old religions that are like hundreds and hundreds of years, thousands of years old, and then you hear like Mormonism. That's like an American religion to me. I'm like it's made up. That's how I feel about everything here. I know. It's so hard because like all the Native Americans got wiped out. So it's like we really don't yeah, know. Like we don't know. What, like if yeah, if we had had that history, then we might feel really different about American culture. And like that's something like honestly I find really sad that there isn't really American culture. Like what do we have to grasp onto? Fucking like McDonald's, apple pies, and fourth of July. Like I'm good. Yeah. I want yeah, other it's, things. it's weird. I don't know. I just don't it's like yeah. Like, I feel like every other culture has, like, some sort of defining feature. Like, what does America have? Like, reality TV? Ketchup? Yeah. Loud people? It's like, little, you Big know, portions. Like, like, yeah, literally. Fat <laughs> right. people, too. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. A lot of those. <laughs> Painting a good picture over here. I know. I know. Come to America. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. All right. So what are you most excited about for this wedding? Everything. Um, mm. First of all, the fact that Vicky's getting married. Wow. So cool. Major. So exciting. Yeah. Um, I also, I just remember when I was first friends with her and she was first dating Dan. It was like all the same time. And I just remember her saying like something about them getting married or like if i get married someday blah 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 blah. and now it's it's here like it's happening Mm, yeah yeah. i'm just so excited to see 
because she really did this all like you know she had she did so much work for the wedding and so just to see Mm -hmm. it and just like get to celebrate her and their love it's gonna be really cool and i love just seeing my friends happy Mm -hmm. it just yeah i don't know seeing my friends filled with joy like it just i don't know it's, it's like a different spot in me like I could, I could cry right now thinking about it like it just i don't know it just knocks me in a different part of my body yeah yeah it's gonna be yeah i'm excited mm-hmm. so nice all around wow. okay well we can't wait to see pictures Ooh, i'm excited for you dance the night away <laughs> oh you know i will are your parents going or just you my mom okay good so my dad was supposed to go to china this week for golf mm-hmm. camp and the, the camp was canceled like two days ago. Because of COVID? I don't, I actually didn't ask him any questions, which I maybe should have, but I didn't. I stopped asking questions. I just say, okay. Um, but yeah, he was supposed to go to the wedding and then he had this camp in China and then it was canceled two days ago. So yeah, I don't he's know. He's home. Yeah, he's yeah. home. He's got the dogs. Yeah, you should ask him. It's probably because of COVID. Yeah, I'll ask him. Okay, okay. Because I think they're having a major resurgence over there. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right. I'll report back. Sounds good. That's it. All right. See you next time. Bye. That's another episode of Gabby Girls. Thank you for listening. Make sure to comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think of us and the topics we talk about. We're not for everyone, and that's okay. Bye, Jen. Love ya. Bye, Kate. Love you more.